Buenos dias. No, buenas noches. Señorita, me llamo es Alex. Me llamo es Jax. Figured we'd Jose, Yeah, Jose sent me a little video yesterday of himself on the news there, but it was like a um, Spanish-speaking TV station. And so I was like, I wish my Espanol was a little bit better so I could actually understand what all the story is and what you're saying. But my Spanish is yeah. taking a little bit of life, so... Uh, you know, I figured we would start off the podcast with a little bit of Spanish since we did play UTRGV. You know, just just yeah. just to get just to throw let me shout them out just a little bit real fast. I figured do that for them. I figured that'd be nice. But anyway, so um, shoot, what a day! I, I mean, we have been running ragged all day. Uh, yeah, I I have a hat on because my hair looks like absolute dog shit. I need a shower. I've I, I feel like I'm like. I don't know. I, I'm more busy now than I was pre-pandemic, and it's driving me bonkers, and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, it's a busy week for you prepping for classes to start back next week. Yeah, it, just, it just feels like this semester is just double busy. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway. All right. Enough about me. Let's talk about the show, and let's get it going. Woo-woo. Oh. do you have any drinks? I'm just drinking water with my lemon cucumber mint water. Well, we're going to cheers to it anyway. Cheers. See, it even says H2O, drink more water. I love it. Cheers. I had a hell of a day, so I'm having my Spanish gato negro. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love black cats so much. I mean, I do love black cats, too. You know, that's always if I ever said if I got a cat, I would get a black cat. And then name him Salem Saberhagen. Um, yeah. Anyway, so it was like a $5 bottle at, at Specs. So I said, you know what? Let's try El Gato Negro. How is it? It's pretty good, actually. Pinot. Pretty good. Pretty good. Decent. Decent for $5. From San Pedro. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's get the show going. All right, we're back. Hello, everyone. All right, so we, we each have a few little random notes uh, unrelated to the best. Well, I mean, related to the basketball game, but not the actual game. Related, um, but not related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for starters, I was very happy to see that Rati was back on the bench because, you know, ever since he got injured, we've pretty much only had road games and we haven't, he hasn't been there. So we were happy to see him back down there. I'm sure the guys are super psyched to have him, you know, at least there, um, cheer him on, give him a little guidance. So that, that was nice. I was glad he was back, um, with a huge like apparatus on his leg. It really was. Obviously he had a surgery and you know, he's recovering from that. So still stinks. Wish he, that didn't happen to him, you know, obviously selfishly for us too, but I more just feel bad for the kid. 200% 200% feel bad. Again. Yeah. Um, then we had a, a few little special guests. So we had my cousin Jeremy um, from LA was in town and <clears throat> he came and sat with us. And uh, part of the time, my aunt and his four-year-old daughter also sat with us, which was a whole, whole nother thing. Cause she's <laughs> a lively, 
<laughs> lively little girl. Um, you count on some popcorn. Oh my gosh! Did you, did I show you that picture that he took of her? Uh, no. Tilting the box up like this to get the last few little crumbs out. You got to get every kernel though. You have, I mean, literally, if if every kernel is not in your mouth, then you have failed as a popcorn eater. Yeah, she was loving that popcorn. Um, also, our our fate, our new favorite, David's girlfriend Maria, was there. Love uh, her so much. Gosh. We, we for her to come sit with us, and sh she said she would be too um, stressed right. out if she sat up that close. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so we were really happy to see her. Um, we got we got to see a few of our our friends from our um, you know our little running buddies from the the Kansas trip. So Ch uh, Chuck Cox was there, and uh, Uber Andy and T Bone. T Bone. Uh, so we, we were happy to see them after a long hiatus. We want a little Kansas repeat. Um, I do anyway. I mean, I guess that's what we'll kind of be doing next weekend. So I'm. Um, yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope that uh, Uber Andy and T Bone are coming. We'll have to text them and see if they're going to go or not. I'm sh I'm sure they will, but yeah, we need to check. Um, yeah. And then I got to catch up with, so one of my brother's uh, classmates from Douglas, Randy Slay, he was, he was there. So I was happy to see him. He's actually coming. So he did hospitality in undergrad and worked in that for a while. But then during COVID, you know, how hospitality kind of took a nosedive because yeah. people can. Anyway, so now he's coming back to SFA and he's doing the aviation program. So oh. I'll be excited to hear about you know his thoughts and experience with that so another potential person to eventually fly us to locations yeah yeah, yeah. Well, so that's exciting um yeah that was cool then a few little rant random notes i had uh so the well first and foremost in defense of the espn plus announcer because i know there was some talk on twitter about how he was boring or something um so when i watched it back today Usually there are two of them um, commentating on the ESPN plus broadcast last night. There was only one of them. I don't know where the other guy was. There was only one. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of difficult to do it when you're just by yourself. Cause you don't have anyone to like banter back and forth with. You kind of just have to call the game and he, he wasn't bad. I mean, he just wasn't Rob, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree. Um, here, but here, the thing I guess uh, to tell everybody that's listening or will listen eventually is just if, if you're not enjoying the the ESPN play by play for SFA, just literally mute it and then turn on Rob. That's that's what Jacqueline does. That's what I do on occasion. Uh, sometimes I want to listen to the other jokers just to see what they say, just so I can, you know, again, write down the ridiculous quotes that they have. But, you know, if, if it's something like that, that you just don't you just don't you're not enjoying it, just turn on Rob guarantee you'll enjoy it. I will say though, it's, it's very difficult and it takes some skill to do that because normally the timing's not exactly perfect. It's a few possessions off. So it's, it's really difficult to maintain that if you want the, if you want Rob's commentary to match up with yeah. the play. So I've kind of mastered it, but it, it takes a lot of effort, but, um, but yeah, I, whenever I watch a game, uh, that's an away game on ESPN plus I always when I watch it the first time I listen to Rob because uh, that's the only chance you have uh, is listen to him live and then when I watch it back I of course listen to their commentators so I can compare the two but anyway there's that um, then random note if anyone didn't look it up on your own <clears throat> their mascot is the 
Vaqueros. Vaqueros. Yeah, and that is a cowboy. It is a cowboy. Did you not know that? I mean, I just hadn't looked it up. Yeah. But I mean, like, I just normally, I mean, you didn't have to, I mean, I didn't have to look it up to know what a, I, I guess I just didn't know what a vicero is. I guess that's why. Or I didn't remember if I knew. Um, oh. I'm sure I knew it at some point, but yeah. It escapes. It's very, very, it's a very, obviously it's a, it's a term used obviously to describe cowboy in Spanish, obviously, but yeah, it's just a Spanish cowboy. It's obvious, you know, obviously they're in UTRGV and it's very uh, much a, you know, Hispanic culture down there. And so that just, it just fits perfectly with, with that, with that school. Um, so a couple other notes worth noting um, is that I really enjoyed the, not, I guess enjoyed isn't the right word. I really think that the, the jerseys that the Vicaros had were pretty interesting design. It had like little scalloping at the very bottom of the shorts. And I made a note of that. I, I tweeted about it yesterday. Um, I liked it. I thought it was an interesting touch. Obviously a girl designed those. I mean, I don't, who, who puts scalloping on their, on their uniform? It's just an interesting yeah. feature. I've never seen that. It's like usually yeah. just like stripes or something. You know what I mean? It's never, I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. That was a first for me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other note that we had was, I'm assuming you mean the picture that we, that we commented mm -hmm. that shared okay yes so um give me a second let me pull it up it was a picture that austin had sent to uh somebody else on twitter but it was a picture of number three jersey on one of our chairs with the sfa kind of like the play dry erase board that coach keller uses to call his plays and draw his plays and it was sitting in you know on the chair so i'm gonna see if we can just like at the end of the bench, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So it was just an, a nice little touch, a nice gesture that Austin and the and the rest of the coaches did for um, Coach Hill. So Coach Hill um, was the Vicaro's late coach. He had passed away kind of unexpectedly um, last year, and so we were just honoring him and his legacy and showing a you know some respect for uh, their their fallen their fallen coach. So cheers to Coach Hill. What are we yeah, wrong? I, Corey, wrong what? Wrong um, but no, yeah, I had seen that you uh, tweeted that, but I didn't know what the story was. And then, uh, I mean, I figured it had to be something along those lines. But then whenever I was watching it back today, they, you know, filled me in on the, the background. So uh, gotcha. while we're, yeah. while we're waiting on, while we're waiting on Corey to um, clarify what's what's wrong, I'll give the, the general history and background info. Probably something you said, to be fair. UTRGB. So <laughs> we've only played them three times um, before last night. We had, in those matchups, we had one win and two losses in our history with them. Um, we lost in a super low-scoring game. We kind of touched on this at the end of the last episode, I believe. Um, we lost super low-scoring game, 46-44 to 44, against them in 2006. Um, and then we played them twice, uh, once in 1986 and once in 1987 uh, for we split a win and a loss um, between those two. So last night, our starters were Gavin, David, Calvin, Nigel, Trell, usual lineup. Um, we, of course, won by 11 points, 86 to 75. Um, our attendance was 1709. 
And that's that. So you want to do the wax standings? Has Corey responded yet on the wrong? Uh, he just said that he's not drinking. I don't really know specifically what that is in reference to. Not sure. I mean, obviously. I saying like that this is, it's just, we're wrong because he's not drinking and you are. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. All right, wax standings are as follows. Uh, not too much of a difference between the uh, other night and, and tonight as it stands today. Uh, New Mexico State, Grand Canyon still ahead at 2-0 apiece in the WAC in the conference. Um, then you got Seattle U, 1-0. Sam Houston, Tarleton are tied with 3-1. and one. Uh, Utah Valley and ourselves are at 2-1. Two and, two and, and then you get Abilene Christian, at two and two, Chicago State one and three, California Baptist zero oh and one, along with Lamar the same, and then Dixie State and UTRGV zero oh and four. So that is the current WAC standings as of today. And again, not a huge difference, but top eight were you know ACU us. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can't count. Yeah, uh, ACU, us, Utah Valley, Tarleton, same Houston, Seattle U, Grand Canyon, and New Mexico. So that is the top eight as of today. All righty then. Yeah. Very, very okay. exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Okay, so uh, Sean Kennedy stat section. Um, we have <clears throat> about the same field goal percentage we've been having at 46%. Our three-point percentage, decent at 29.2. Our free throw percentage, we went up by about 10 to 70%. So, so the first half, we were 100% almost the whole time. We ended at 90% in the first half, and then we were 60 to the second half to split for the 70. But um, much better. I like that. I like that. You know what I got to um, say to that? You know what I got to say to that? One sec. Bruh. 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 <laughs> um, our points in the paint, right back where we like to see them at 42. Uh, points off of turnovers, we had 19. Pretty good. Second chance, point, second chance points, we had 13. Fast break points, we had 30. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I had a feeling our fast break points were going to be pretty substantial. Pretty yeah. substantial. Along with our bench yeah. points. And they are. So our bench points, 42. Um, our total rebounds, we had 35. We had 11 offensive boards and 24 defensive boards. So our fouls, again, were pretty high this game at 25. Um, I will say, so it's only two less than the Charlton game, but it really didn't seem like as many because their referees were a little more consistent with what they um, deemed a foul. So it just didn't sure. seem as bad. Um, Turnovers, we more than cut them in half. We only had 11. <sighs> Love to see it. Love to see that. Um, they had 17 turnovers. We had eight steals and five blocks. So pretty good on both of those stats too. So our game leaders, our player of the game was our boy Day Day. So happy. Uh, he scored. He almost had a double-double too. He had 18 points, nine rebounds. Three assists, one block, and two steals. And just to let y'all know, his his personal field goal percentage was almost 
Um, mm -hmm. So pretty good. I mean, for a majority of the game, he had made most of his shots. Um, yeah, he was playing the lights out. The next in line, we had uh, JJP with 16 points, three rebounds, one block. Um, his field goal percentage was pretty high, too, at about 67%. Um, then we had Calvin with 14 points, six rebounds, two assists, three steals. He matched his career high last night. Um, and for a majority of the game, he was shooting 100%. He ended up with 75% uh, field goal percentage. Then we had David with 13 points, five rebounds, two assists, and a steal. And Trell with 11 points, one rebound, five assists, and two steals. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Five players, five players in double digits. That's that's just wonderful. Um, I don't remember me calling New Mexico State University of New Mexico, so just throwing that out there. Never said that. Thanks a lot. All right, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so moving right along into our feats of strength. So there were a good number of things that happened last night. It was a, you know, obviously there was a, how do I say it? It was a game of, of like streaks sometimes to, you know, it, it was kind of back and forth um, for a while there in the beginning. And then, of course, we started to pull away as we got closer to the half and then um, thankfully kept it the entire, pretty much the entire second half for the most part, um, as far as I can remember or recall. Um, and so, I mean, just major, major props to the leading scorers, just, I mean, keeping us in the game, especially day day and JJP just absolutely lights out last night. Um, so love, 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 love day day, our boy day. And I know Jacqueline has a couple notes about him as well, but, Day is just, he is just a breath of fresh air every time he comes off the bench. I feel like he just kind of always just a surge of energy. You know, Terrell used to be that surge of energy. Now he's on, you know, starting. So he's always starting with like a surge of energy. But I love how, how you know, vibrant and vibrate. Like he's just ready to go every time. Um you know, and he's all over the court, him, him and him and Trell, just all over the court, all over the court. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, so uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, he, he played great. Uh, some notes yeah. I had on him, he played, he played great defense on a backdoor attempt. Um, they had I was so happy because like I was saying the last episode, you know, the way that we do overplay aggressively on defense, you just really got to be paying attention nonstop. And he really was like very aware of what was happening and came over and helped and uh yeah a block on the backdoor attempt um he had like a, at least one or two really great moves inside for an and one he got a bunch of offensive boards and putbacks um and he just he can finish every time he takes it into the bucket and i love that exactly and that's what i was saying last night i, I just i literally turned to jacqueline multiple times and i just looked at her i was like he can finish he knows how to finish at the basket I mean, no matter if the guy he that is guarding him is, you know, three inches, four inches taller than him, he's going to he's going to do whatever he can to get that basket. And whether or not he gets the basket or he fouls or, you know, or he gets fouled or whatever it may be like, he is an absolute terror when I, and that and that says it in a, I'm saying that in a good way. Like he is yeah. he is so good. I just wish I mean that everybody, not just him, everybody on the team had that aggressiveness like he's he's almost kind of like he's he's straddling the line between you know being a, 
too aggressive and then like, you know, not, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, he has the right amount of aggressiveness in the paint and under the basket. Like he's not doing too much to where he's going to get fouled. He's going to literally foul every time or foul every time, foul every time. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's yeah. doing what he needs to do under the basket. He knows, he, he knows what he's doing. Let's just say that he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's, he's doing. He's tenacious for sure. He really is. And it's just crazy that he's so young, first of all, and he already yeah. already has those skills Whereas, you know, we've seen not just on our team, but other teams, seniors, you know, or players in the past on our team that were seniors, juniors, who just weren't even up, weren't even close to the level that he is currently. You know, it's, it's just it bodes well for our future as a team that we and hopefully that can hold on and keep someone like Day. You know, same thing with Trell. An absolute spitfire. I mean, that is my dog. Like, that is my absolute dog, my G. I love Trell. Like, total, I'm obsessed with him, first of all. His style is unmatched. And, like, his swagger on the court is just chef's kiss. Can't beat yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love him. I will say he, he wasn't his percentage from the three point line last night wasn't as good as normal. He was only two of 10. Um, but the two that he made were great. Like one was way, way out. And the other was just a little step back. It looked smooth as silk. Yeah. And, and that is a very good point. He didn't have as strong of a three game last night, but his defense last night, again, like he's all over the court. I mean, he's on you like white on rice. He, he knows the place. He knows where he's going. You know, he he is quick as hell, quick as hell. And I, I just I, I love that kid. I think he has a bright future. And if he just keeps going at this pace, I really, really I, we've said this before and I'll say it again. I, I really think that he could be that guy. He could be that guy. He could be the star of the team, the guy that, you know, everybody counts on clutch three time. You know what I mean? So loved it. I really, really did. Um, JJP. What he we, had a great game last night, too. I mean, an absolute stunning game from that bloke. An absolute stunning game. I made a couple, couple uh, notes about him. A three from JJP, a few of them. Um, he had that great, 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 great dunk at the end of the game. I mean, literally, the crowd was – well, that's a, just – I will talk about the crowd itself and in the, in the grievances, but the crowd was – just quiet as a damn church mouse all night. And then that very ending when they hit that, when he hit that dunk, the place exploded. I'm like, where has this been all night? Anyway, but that the dunk was just gnarly, gnarly. was so nice. And he, he did really well from the three-point line. He was three of five uh, from mm -hmm. the three-point line last night. Um, and he just had some really great clutch shots too. Maria said, I think we were we were talking about Trell when she said uh, great instinct. Great instinct. Totally true. Absolutely. He he yeah. really does. And he's not the only one. I feel like I feel like Day has good instinct as well. We talked about this before that I love how he follows his shots. You know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of NBA players that don't do that stuff. And I, I love how he follows his shots. You can always count on him to at least attempt to get his put back or at least get his own rebound and for for the put back. Um He's at least he's he's going for it. Same thing with same thing with Trell. I, I think he has um, he just has so much potential. Him and Day both. It's just wild. Oh my goodness. 
just yeah. absolutely wild. And then, you know, of course, this is the first year we're seeing we're seeing JJP play, right? Yeah. So it's like this is all this is all new for us. This is the first year we're seeing day play and trail play, but like we we knew we had a good player in Jalen. We just hadn't seen it because he was, of course, hurt. Um, oh man, and also I, I would like to. I, I mean, I don't often, but I would like to give a quick shout out to 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 Gavin for those couple sick blocks he had. They were they were monsters that also got a lot of juice flowing in that, a lot of energy pump up. So those were huge. Um, huge, huge blocks there towards the end of the game as well, trying to stave off a, uh, you know, Vicaro run. So, whew, man, anything else on your end? I'm sure you have a few. Yeah, you. Um, so David, David had a really great game. I mean, 13 yeah. points. That's, that's pretty high for you know, like we said, a point guard. Um, he was just doing a great, great job driving in and drawing uh, the foul. He got a couple of and ones, some really nice reverse layups per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, really happy. I don't, he didn't get any playing time the second half, but Diego went in the first half and, uh, made a three and then got fouled and made both of his free throws. Um, I was, I was really, really happy with that. Um, I will, I, I agree completely. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We did much, much better on the turnovers. I mentioned that, um, and better on the free throws, which I was happy about, uh, Calvin again with his, career matching his career high he made some really great moves the bucket um he had an and one and then he banked a three-pointer which I'm like is this our new thing like the last three games we've had someone bank in a pointer so I think it is I I think that's our new bag is is we bank in threes from people that don't normally get threes right like I was just like this must be our new move um has to be and I, I will say Nano redeemed himself on the screens because I, I know the last game, you know, he had he got called for a moving screen. And then I think he was kind of uh, – I can't think. Um, hesitant, kind of just – He was a little hesitant to um, try to really set the screen. And he set some good screens last night. So he was yeah, he was back on track with that. Um, I and agree. then not basketball-related, but at the end, several of our – Players came over and gave us our hugs after the games. So I was, which is I was happy highly, highly appreciative for. I mean, yeah. if I'm gonna lose my voice and like for my team, I at least need at least a hug. But we got multiple, so that was nice. But I mean, for yeah. goodness sakes, holy moly! Absolutely, um, yeah. I, 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 one more quick shout out to to our. Um, uh, our, our, our bench points, you know, our, our guys coming off the bench, 42 points off the bench for 42. That's just love that. I love, 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 love that. So we got to keep, we got to keep that up. Got to keep that up. It was almost half our points. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's bananas right there. Absolutely bananas. So I, I really, really, really wanted to give a last quick shout out before we move on to the next part of it. Uh, next part of our, our podcast, but those bench points, just those bench players coming off is just absolutely clutch and key. Um, one more person I wanted to mention, uh, he didn't get any points last night, but that doesn't mean he didn't play his absolute ass off defensively and uh, getting rebounds was Nigel. Nigel didn't get any points last night. I mean, he was over six, over four. And I mean, I get it. 
you have a night sometimes and just nothing falls. I, I understand it happens, but he had five rebounds last night, all of them defensive. So that was, I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, he had a big block and, uh, he was just, like I said, he was all over the court playing defense. He was cheering on the team on the sidelines when he wasn't in, uh, he, so he just, I feel like he had a really good defensive game and I am pleased as punch at that. Cause again, not every night are you going to have, you know, three, four, five threes, like he did the other night. That's just, it's just not going to happen every single night. It'd be great. Love it. Yeah. But, and the defensive games are just as important. So, well, yeah, defense wins championships. Show does. I mean, that's kind of a football thing, but it still, it still relates. It still relates, right? You got to play defense. Got to have a good defense, have a good offense. I feel like sometimes. So, uh, so good there. Good there. All right, let's move on. Moving on to the next part of our podcast, the section that you hate to love and love to hate. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. (laughs) Oh, man. For all the good that we talked about in this game, there is equally some really just poopy moments, (laughs) you know, but I feel like as per nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. I feel like this is going to be the story of the year that we're going to have just close games, nail biters, games that we should be blowing people out on. That's going to be close as hell games that we should get, you know, absolutely torn apart. And it's going to be either closer we win. And, you know, the first and the biggest issue I have with last night didn't even happen on the court. This is my rant for the night. Jacqueline's the other night was the refs. Mine is the crowd. I am disgusted. Disgusted. What was our, what was our attendance last night? 1705. 1704. Let me, let me, let me go back. 1702. We're quiet as church mice last night. Me, you, and Chauncey, the entire night. That was it. That was it. I am appalled. If you're going to buy a ticket and spend money on a basketball game, and you're going to sit there, and I tweeted this, I didn't care, was zero fire. If you're going to spend money on a game, I'm sorry. Why would you spend money on a game and then sit there like a bump on the log on your phone the whole time? And not even cheer, not even clap, not even clap. Like, what are you doing? I just don't understand this. That was the quietest, the absolute quietest I've ever, 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 ever in all my years of going to these games since 2007. And you've gone longer, have heard that fucking stadium. And I am sickened, absolutely sickened. There were so many moments last night that deserved tears. So many moments. And the fact that they were quieter than, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what the analogy is. Like, I don't even know. Sounded like a damn graveyard in there. It sounded like a damn graveyard, Jacqueline. And I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, there were students there. So I'll take back my original comment about the fact that 
when I first originally tweeted that there was a business, they, they came in late, but they were there, but they just didn't sit together. And that's fine. I'll take that step. But honestly, we need to get them over into the other section. But you know what? As long as they're there, that's cool. But they need to, they need to, they need to do something. They're just sitting there. They need direction. They don't know what to do. All these students that are here now, uh, they've had a COVID year and like another half of a COVID. They don't know what the frick to do. They need direction. They need someone to stand there in front of them and be like, defense and cheer and, and show them what they need to do. And there's nobody, there's nobody doing it. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I know it was, it was definitely quiet enough that we could have yelled at the referees and they would have heard every word. Um, but you know, maybe, uh, maybe T-Bone down there on the court was afraid to yell at the referees since he got yeah. told he could leave last time. Well, and that's my thing too. Like I want to talk absolute smack to the referees, but I'm afraid if I do it, I'm going to get my ass kicked out of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so as long as you don't, curse them or say derogatory things they're really just supposed to ignore that but well true I but didn't. you notice you remember last time I yelled at the refs I said neither one of those things and still got the evil glare so I feel like anything who I mean everybody's so sensitive nowadays Jacqueline I could literally say you know oh my god you're a horrible ref and they'd be like you out of here yeah, I know. It's just annoying. They're really just supposed to ignore that because, I mean, it's, <laughs> like it's whenever I, I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again because it applies here. But like whenever my dad and my uncle used to referee, whenever my brother and I and my cousin would go to the games, we would literally sit as close as possible and just heckle and yell at them the whole game because we thought it was hilarious. And, and it is like. They're just kind of supposed to tune that out. It's not supposed to be a big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, so, I mean, but, but. Yeah, my grievance is that with the refs, like they were decent. They, they, you know, there's maybe a couple few calls, but what else is new, you know, but, but my issue is, and my main issue is, is the crowd. We didn't get hyped up. And I say we, I mean them, because I was hyped up the whole fucking game. They didn't get hyped up until that ending dunk with JJP. That was the loudest that that crowd has been all night. And there were multiple times, and Jacqueline can confirm this, that I screamed out, would need a little, we need a little crowd participation here. Like nothing. Just absolutely nothing. No cheering on the guys, nothing. Let's go, Jax. Let's go. Couldn't hear. Anything. It was like you could hear a freaking pin drop in that for it was just abysmal. Abysmal. You know? So I am I am drop dead excited for the January 22nd game when we play uh New Mexico State. I am so freaking excited for that because we have the reunion um with all of us purple haze and hecklers and students, all of us old people are gonna show those freaking little kids how the hell to do it. I was about to say, we might just have to designate ourselves as yell leaders. I hate to copy AM on that, but I mean, something. We're going to have to do something. And, you know, Jacqueline and I, we, you know, we, we hate leaving our seats, but I don't know. We may have to, like, have some people come over to our side or we go over there for a half and then come back. I don't know, something. We'll have to figure something out because um, it's going to be an absolute I don't even I don't even know how to I'm not I don't even know how to explain it because 
so many people are so excited to relive some glory days right now and come back and get wild and reckless in the heckler section. It, it's it's going to be wild. And we're going to be freaking tailgating in the parking lot, drinking the whole morning. Yikes. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun day. Uh, so that was, that's my rant. That's my rant. I, I, it needs to be better. I please. And don't give me this whole bullshit excuse about, oh, it's because we play in a, in a nobody league and nobody knows who our, these teams are. What? I mean, I yelled at my high school games and we were a small one. A, So you can, you can what? yell for any, any level of, of game that you're watching. It doesn't exactly. It doesn't matter. It's your team out there. If you're at SFA and you're an alum or you're in, if you're buying a ticket to go sit and watch the game, you obviously have some sort of connection or some sort of tie to this university. And you mean to tell me that you can't get excited on a three or a good dunk or, or a good turnover in transition. Give me a absolute effing break. I mean, an absolute break. And it's, it's just, it's just too much. It's too much. Um, and, and this is where it leads to, because here's the thing. When that crowd is that quiet, when they're that just blah, there's no energy on the court. These guys feed off of our energy in the stands. And when there's no energy in the stands, there's no energy on the court. Zero, zip, none. The very beginning of that game, and it lasted a while, there was just no juice from the team. And it mainly was probably because... There was just, there was no cheering. There was nothing happening. Literally, it's just me, Chauncey, and Jacqueline in the front row, just to ourselves, you know, because no one else is listening. Yeah, hi, Scotty, freaking attention whore. Um, love it. Really? So we, we got to have more energy in the stands so that that team can have more energy on the court. Just got to. Um, there were a few backdoor cuts that we did catch, but then there were a few that we didn't. Got to watch out for those. Um Defending the rim, there were multiple, multiple, and this is why I'm saying defending the rim, okay? Yeah, we had some good rebounds uh, defensively, but, 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 the Vicaros had 30 points in the paint. And I agree with that. One of of my notes was we we allowed some really easy buckets in the paint. Like, there were a few that we just let them have it. Easy. Exactly. Easy, easy, easy points in the paint. So simple. And this is, an, I have another uh, when it comes to the paint. And I, I don't think this is necessarily Gavin's fault, but he had so many opportunities and looks at the basket and he had good shots. They just weren't falling. I don't understand. I just didn't understand that. Well, pretty much every time he got the ball, they doubled him. So exactly. I mean, but he, I mean, he had a decent opportunity though, multiple times. I didn't think he had very many good opportunities because they they doubled him every time he touched the ball. There were a few there in the beginning. There were a few in the beginning where he he had a, I mean not a wide open basket, but he was it was not always a double, and he he just it just didn't go in. I mean it went in, bounced right out. How can you explain that? Like it went in and bounced right out. Like it, it it's it's just the law. I mean it literally felt like there was a freaking lid on the bucket every time. And, that, and that's, again, that's not necessarily anybody's fault. It's just he was getting doubled and the shots that he did have that were decent and just weren't falling. Annoying. And that's why he only came away with uh, six points last night. Six points. Need more. Need more from him down there under the basket. 
Okay. Um, last, last one for me. Last one. Number 11 on the Vicaros. The biggest flippity flopper I've ever seen. Okay. Um, and and the, the best part of last night for me was when he had already flopped once and they didn't call it. They called it on us, but he should have, it should have been a flop warning on number 11, but it wasn't. And then literally they come down here at the other end by us and I'm yelling. I'm like, y'all got to watch for the flop. 11 is going to flop. I know it. I know. I don't know it. And damn it. Did he do it? He flopped it and they didn't call it. Literally the kid sitting next to me across the aisle, Jack, I don't know if he heard me, but he was heard him, but he was like, you need to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you, you called that. I was like, I know. Like, cause I saw it happening. Like I, I saw the future. I was fill of the future for five minutes there. And I freaking knew it. I just knew it. I had my, you know, Oh no, I was, that's so Raven when she has those stairs and she goes, I saw the future. I knew he was going to flop. <laughs> and he did. But yeah, he did. So irritating. So yeah. So irritating. I just don't get it. But yet they call Gavin for flops every game. Flop warnings every game. You know, I I, I don't get it. I, I don't. Anyway, you're up. I think sometimes they, they kind of pick on the big men for that. Um, it's not Gavin's of- fault that he's built like a freaking ogre and everybody else is a little weakling. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. It's not um, so my- we hit the weights and these other guys just sit there and, you know, like freaking sticks. Yeah. Sorry. You go ahead. I keep interrupting you. I apologize. Go ahead. So my first uh, grievance actually had nothing to do with the game. It had to do with me, but literally almost immediately I spill my beer. And I'm just like, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. And of course, it was right after my cousin and his daughter just came and sat down there. And my cousin does not drink at all. So I'm like, awesome. Now I look like I'm just like stumbling drunk and already spilled my drink. And there's like beer everywhere. And no, ugh. I wouldn't say that. No, you you literally had two sips and then it, it, it knocked no. over. And I'm just like, yeah. awesome. Great. So then we're like trying to have the four-year-old not step in the beer that I just spilled everywhere when she doesn't. Yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah. I'm like, great, awesome. Let me get up and immediately go get a bunch of paper towels to like wipe up this mess I just made. Great, awesome. Um, then as soon as the game starts, we let them make two three-pointers like right out the gate. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Um, this is what it's going to look like. This is not good. Um, obviously, Actually, we're not coming that- back. Yeah, I had that written down as well. I didn't mention it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole three, three, like boom, boom, right after each other. Yeah, literally, that was a dagger to my heart. I'm like, this game will not go that way. I will, I will yeah. quit. I will rage quit if this game goes this way. So I wasn't happy with that. Uh, then I just uh, we've said this the last few games. I don't know what has happened to our second half team. It's like they just use up all the juice in the first half, and then the second half they want to like let it get close. And either barely come back or let us lose like we did at Charlton. Um, But literally, we led by as much as 17. And then we let them cut it to six. Then we space the lead back out. Then we let them come back within five points with one minute left. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It. So that kind of made me nervous. Then, like I said earlier, 
quicker, even though it, it didn't seem like as many fouls because the refs were more consistent on what they blew a whistle on. We saw it a lot of fouls. We only had two less fouls than we did the last game. And I didn't even really notice it during the game, which, I mean, there, there was just a lot going on, so I really couldn't focus on the game that well. But two of our starters fouled out. We had Calvin and Gavin foul out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, still too many fouls. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you were you were kind of you were kind of busy the whole game <laughs> with your cousin and with your with yeah. Your, well, yeah. So I'll I'll go ahead and say my my word for the game, and this is this is totally descriptive of what was going on in stands because it was just it was a lot going on because my cousin was there, so he was sitting there, and I mean he is into basketball, but like we haven't seen each other in a while, and he's been here uh, since before Christmas, but at Christmas he got COVID, so we didn't get to see him. So, you know, he's trying to make conversation and whatnot. Then we got Tessa being Tessa. Then my aunt comes and sits behind us. Then Randy comes and sits behind me. I mean, I was just, I was like kind of low keys, really stressing out because I was just way overstimulated. Like there was just, I love, I love my family. I love seeing people at the game I haven't seen in a while, but there was just a lot going on. And then we kept, we kept shifting from being 17 points ahead and letting them come back within five. And I look away for like two minutes of conversation and they're back in the game. And I'm just like, what is going on? I'm going to have to go back home and rewatch this. I always do anyway. But I was like, I don't even have the first note. I don't even know. Way overstimulated. You were. And I knew you were. And I knew you were stressing out because, I mean, I would I would turn and say something to you like, oh, did you see that? And you're like, no, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on because I'm having you're having this long in-depth conversation with your cousin over here. And I'm like, Jacqueline. I was stressed the F out, man. It was a lot. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to tell everybody that if they want to see you, they need to come before the game, halftime, or after the game and make conversation so that you're focused and not stressed out. It's so hard, though, because, you know. I know. You're just so loved and wanted. So that's my word. Got people beating down the door just to talk to you. Um, yeah, no, you were definitely overstimulated, poor thing. Uh, my word is horse because I got horse yelling for the team because I was one of the only people in that damn stadium. I mean, you could literally hear me from one end to the other. I heard my fucking voice vibrate and echo off the damn other side of the, of the stadium. I, I will take partial responsibility for that because I, I think you had to pick up some of the slack from where I would have normally been yelling. You did. I mean, you were, you were doing a few things when you were, you know, not knee deep in conversation, but yes. But yeah. When, when I could catch it, I yelled, but it just. Exactly. Just exactly. Um, yeah. I, I got horse and I had to drink some tea when I came back to the house. I had a little hot toddy. Uh, well, also cause my nerves were frazzled cause of that game. Um, Anyway, so horse is my word. It has literally nothing to do with the play on the game. It's just literally I I sounded like a man this morning. <laughs> sounded like a man this morning. Uh, so a couple quite hold on. So uh, going back, Renell said that people in the Philippines and Canada know about SFA basketball. I can attest to that. So the no one knows who we are. Is be- no, it wasn't nobody knows who we are. Everybody and their mom knows who we are, Renell. It, it's, it's people were saying that they didn't know who our opponents were our opponents. Yeah. A lot of people say that we play nobody teams. Well, I mean, it's hard to get, we're not going to, we're not going to get 
yeah, a big bigger team than us to come play us at home if no. they're a non-conference opponent. Like I'm it's not going to happen. So it's happened very minimal times. We got the we got the one and one agreement with Alabama, mm -hmm. and luckily they upheld that because right. we were supposed to have the one and one agreement with LSU. And after we went down there and beat them, they were like, "Yeah, no thanks. We'll pay you, but we're not going to play you." Correct. Correct. So Hundred percent correct. Hundred percent correct. And you think Alabama's gonna do that shit again because they almost came to our house and almost lost? Yeah. But no, not again. Again, who, I forget who mentioned that on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, I wish we need to play these other teams." I'm like, "Do you not understand how difficult it is yeah. to convince anyone of any Power Six team caliber to come to play us in Nacogdoches?" If I see that, I'm just gonna be like. You know what? If you think it's so easy, why don't you just pick up the phone and call them and tell them they should come play us? And they're not even going to take your call. Right. Exactly. Uh, Renelle, can I please have a birthday? Shout out here. It's birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños para ti. And then. Oh, Sean. Ladies, you're just pumping us up. We love you, too. We miss you. And we cannot wait to see you next week. Next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. So, uh, so moving on into the kind of latter part of our of our discussion here. Uh, coming up, road game preview. Uh, our next game is Sam Houston on the road. It's just again, it's weird that we're playing Sam Houston so early, but this is how the cookie crumbles, I guess, in the new whack system. So we're playing Sam Houston on Saturday at at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon and <laughs> Sean's laughing with the heart. Um, yeah. So uh, Jacqueline and I are making the trip down to, to Prisonville yeah. on Saturday. Uh, there's a few people that we know they're going as well. Uh, if you are having any desire or plans on going to, I, I want to, God, I want to call my Huntsville, what I usually call it in my head, but I can't cause you know, there are children present. Um, well, not present, but they may be eventually listening. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> let's just say I, I take the H and replace it with a C. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, we're going to be playing in Huntsville on, on Saturday. Exciting game. Afternoon game. Uh, I'm going to head down there. Maybe have some maybe have some lunch at our favorite place in Huntsville. Potato Shack. And then head yeah. to the game. Uh, so again, if anybody's in the area, if you live in Houston and want to go to the game, it's not far up, up 45. I mean, it's boom. It's right there. Easy trip. Easy, easy, easy afternoon game. Uh, there's there's no more college football. There's barely any NFL going because it's playoffs. So there's only a few games. You're running out of excuses here, babe. It is basketball season through and through. It is basketball season. It is basketball season. Uh, Nell says, have fun, enjoy, watch the comics in orange. Absolutely. Uh, orange is a whorish color. Um, Maria, good luck Saturday. Thank you, Maria. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so excited to go down to Sam Houston. Probably one of the last times that we'll be going down to Sam Houston for a while. Um, just that's again how the cookie crumbles there in the uh, the whole conference shift that's happening. So uh, unless we play them outside of the conference, there really won't be much trips down to old 
Huntsville. Anyway, so what else we got? What else we got going? Again, reminder for the Heckler alumni game on January 22nd. We've already mentioned it multiple times. If, if you haven't gotten tickets yet for that game, and if you, even if you haven't, or even if you have, and you're still just like uh, on the fence, and you're like, man, I have season tickets, but I don't know if I should go. You should go. I don't I don't understand. Jacqueline drives an hour and a half every freaking home game. Do you know how many miles she puts on her car during basketball season? Astronomical. A lot. And speaking of that, I'll go ahead and just give a quick preview of, so next week's going to be jam packed and I'm literally going to be driving back and forth to NAC three different times because on Monday, so Saturday, we have the away game uh, at Sam Houston. Like Alex said, probably the last time in a while. So if you're anywhere close by, please make the trip. If you're leaving from Neck and you're cool, let us know. And we might let you ride with us. We'll see. If you're cool. <laughs> Put in your applications. Because um, <laughs> we're not taking just anybody. Listen. No. No. Uh, Okay, so anyhow, we have that on Saturday. So Monday, Martin Luther King Day, we have makeup game against Lamar. Thursday, we have the Graham the Coliseum game against Grand Canyon U University. That's going to be a big one against GCU. Um, they're probably going to be one of the toughest games that we play. Uh, one of the toughest teams we play this season. Uh, toughest games will probably be there. But anyway, um, then Saturday, like Alex said, it's the Heckler reunion. That's also going to be a Hall of Fame game, and that's against New Mexico State, which is probably going to be the other toughest team that we play in the conference. So three big games next week, even though Lamar shouldn't be a big game. Like we've said, they all, they come out of the woodworks from the bottom of the pack and play, play their best game against us. So that's going to be a big game too. Don't um, even jinx it, Jax. Jesus, Pete. Just saying. Yeah. So uh, next week, uh, Sean Clinch says, I don't think people truly understand how significant of an opponent New Mexico State University is. Our student body could learn a lot from Grand Canyon and Cal Baptist is legit. Mm -hmm. All yes, facts. All facts, Sean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Spot on. New Mexico is going to be an absolute tough, tough, tough game. Um, you know, they, athletics has a bunch of things planned for the, the games coming up next week, you know, giveaways, things that are happening. I mean, again, like I, I just don't think that people truly understand how much work athletics is doing behind the scenes to get people out to the games. They're doing everything they can. Just people are not responding. Students, well, community members. They're doing a lot of lot of incentives for the students though i mean there's a lot really, of incentives for the students yeah really incentives for the <clears throat> community but the students have a lot of a lot of like cool stuff that they're well i mean over there's there's giveaways that they usually do sometimes i mean there's halftime shows i mean the incentive is because you're cheering on your team that that's the incentive that is my incentive you know yeah but yeah. i don't i don't need intrinsic and or materialistic incentives to come to a game. I, I just don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, I could I could sit at the very top row in the very back of the freaking Coliseum and be a happy camper. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't need any special who, 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 it's Alex sitting, you know, come to the game. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going because I want to be there and I want to cheer on the team. That should be enough for people. But alas, it is not. It is not. And it's really, really annoying. But here we go. It is what it is. Uh, quick, we're, uh, I, I will say too, um, this weekend, there is uh, the Lady Jacks are having their reunion game, I believe this weekend on, on Saturday. So if you're in town and, and not going down to the Sam Houston game in Huntsville, definitely stick around and go and watch the reunion game for Lady Jacks. Um, they're going to have you know, a bunch of Lady Jacks coming back into town on Friday night, going to be at the brewery. And then of course on uh, Saturday's the game. Uh, and then on Friday of next week, the 21st, before our uh, New Mexico State game on the 22nd, we're also doing another thing, another little thing at the brewery. So if you're coming in for that game as well, Friday night, come out to the brewery. Uh, we're going to have a little little get-together and such. So make sure that you guys are heading out to the brewery, drinking some purple lights, coming to our tailgates. All of the above. Lots of fun stuff. Can't say there's not anything to do. If anybody says that, I'm going to whack him or her. <laughs> I'm going to whack him. All right. So uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the above. Uh, also, do not forget. Do not forget that when you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA plate from myplates.com, SFA Athletics takes in almost 250 doll hairs from that purchase. It's an easy, fun way to support your teams. It's a Stephen F. awesome way to cheer on and support your Lumberjacks. Even if you are buying the $50 one-year background-only plate, man, oh, man, SFA gets money from that, too. You can get a one-year, three-year, five-year term, either background only, or if you want to get personalization, you could do that too. It's a really, really easy process. If you don't feel like paying for it all up front right away, you could do a layaway option. It's a really, really good option as well. Um, if you already have SFA plates, old ones, new ones, and you want to change it up, another easy, easy process, just go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks, and they will help you out. All you have to do is... Um, if you want to switch your plates, just go on there and call service, the customer service line, and they will they will help you out immediately, immediately. So make sure that if you don't have any my plates, you get some, baby. You get some. Jacqueline and I love our my plates, and we there's, cannot cannot. Yeah, so so pretty, <clears throat> beautiful. The purple Very is beautiful. looks good on a white car, baby. Yeah, it looks real good on a white car. We both know that. Mm, 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 mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, guys. Again, reminder, next game is going to be at Sam Houston. Next home game is going to be next week uh, with our makeup game versus Lamar on the 17th, like Jacqueline mentioned. Uh, but we have literally three home games in a row next week. Do not miss out. Three, three big, big, big home games. Lamar, GCU, and New Mexico State. It's going to be a wild week. It's the first week back for me, back in class, back in school. I'm going to be tired AF, but I am going to keep calm and carry on. You're going to have to push through somehow. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Just kidding. All right, guys. We love you. Appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful night. Have a great hump day. Hump day. Um, it is 9.06 in the evening, Central Standard Time, and we are heading out. So always remember to act some jacks. Without some jacks. Sayonara. Sayonara.